You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. As you know, I'm the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and it is a pleasure to be with you today. I have an amazing guest um, that's going to share some words of wisdom about freedom, and I'm just putting that in as a little tickler for you all. But as you know, because my guests come on the show and they share nuggets of gold that you are wanna, you're going to want to capture, I highly suggest that you, right now, I always say this every show, so if you've been listening to me for a while, you know, you already know, you should be grabbing your place to sit, something to write with, pen and paper, pencil on paper, get your favorite beverage, tell your family to give you a few moments so that you can absorb this information because she's going to drop some nuggets of gold again about freedom. And particularly, I'm just reaching this out. This is for us ladies, men too. This is specifically for us ladies because, you know, we we need to be financially responsible and having that freedom um, is important. So that's just a little tickler. So while you're getting that together, let me take care of some business. I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They have some amazing things to help you step into really owning, commanding, and loving and nourishing your wellness, wisdom, and wealth. In addition, they have some events coming up that if you're a bold, brave, or unstoppable woman or man, you need to be at these events. You need to be in the house because there's going to be some transformation that occurs. And I guarantee you that uh, you will not be the same person when you leave the event as you were when you walked in to the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit. So you want to check out Blissful Living for you. Go to their events and check out the locations. I can just spill it to you right now. They're going to be happening in the Washington, D.C. area in August in Atlanta, Georgia, in October, and in the lovely, my golden state, home, San Francisco, in November. So just tickling you and teasing you to go to the website, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com, check out events, and then check out the wonderful things they have you, that they have for you for wellness, wisdom, and well. The other sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated Telecommunication, a premier telecommunications installation company that has been around since 1989. They specialize in network distribution, voice, data, fiber optic cabling, as well as wireless systems, routers, modems. Uh, audio, video speakers, whatever you need so that your telecommunications allows you to make the right connection the first time on the other end with your customer or those that you are meant to serve. If you have some delays or mishaps in your telecommunications, nowadays you know you can't talk to that customer, you can't access that computer. So you want your stuff working right and you want it to work right when you make that connection the first time. And all the cable 
they cater to small, mid-sized, and very large corporations. And they have had customers that have been with them since the inception of the business. And that speaks volumes. So if you're looking for a premier telecommunications installation company for your network distribution or just your ads, moves, and changes, you want to check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. Okay, so I took care of some business. Um, and now I'm going to bring it to you. Because let me tell you about the guest that I've got for us today. So her name is Whitney Elaine Hutton, and she is the Director of Investor Education at PassiveInvesting.com, co-author of the international number one bestseller, Resilient Women in Life and Business, host of the Passive Investing Made Simple and Multifamily Investor Nation, YouTube shows and podcasts, and a partner in an 800, I'm going to say multi-million plus in real estate, including over 6,500 plus residential units. Mm. Uh, and that goes from just the, the gamut. Um, seven express car washes, and more than 2,200 plus self-storage units across 11 states and experience in flipping over 5 million in residential real estate. Now, did I say I bring powerhouses to the table and particularly for us women when it comes to our wealth? This is a component that most women lack and they are dependent upon their spouses, males, to do this so that they're investing in, in, you know, when it comes to retirement or whatever, it's all set up. Unfortunately, that's not reality. It doesn't happen. Women, you need to stand strong, take care of your own wealth pillar so that you're never, ever dependent upon anybody else. And Whitney is going to share with us today the five freedoms in life and how passive investing helps us to attain them. So Whitney, 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 welcome to the show. You are going to be talking about one of my favorite things, which is wealth and creating um, wealth for ourselves, as well as wealth for our future uh, legacies and, and generations be beyond us. So welcome, 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 welcome. Well, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's good to have you. And, and so because um, I think this is a really powerhouse pillar of uh, what we need to discuss. I really, really, really just want to jump in and ask you, because I, I did the tickler with the freedom part, right? I really, really want to ask you, and those of you guys watching, hopefully you got your pen and paper and you're going to take notes because Whitney's going to drop some nuggets of gold on us that we can use immediately in our lives to help build our wealth pillar. So Whitney, what are the five freedoms? Well, okay, so to start off with five freedoms um, that most people in life are searching for are financial freedom, time freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of location, independence, and freedom to create an impact. Now, we don't, most of us don't go walking around going, oh, okay, let me figure out which one of these five freedoms I want. It's more tangible than that, right? It's um, you're, you're in working a day-to-day -day job, you're in a cubicle, you know, you're doing whatever. And you're just like, man, I want to pay the bills. I want to go on vacation. I want to have a little bit of extra money to, you know, buy, you know, something nice for myself or just start saving and do, you know, build your investment portfolio. Your mind doesn't automatically go, yeah, 
I want to have freedom to pick, you know, make an impact in the world. But that initial freedom that you're looking for, that initial you know, thought of like, what do I want is usually tied to a pain. You're trying to not work all the time. You're trying to, you know, get out from underneath debt. You're trying to build a better life for yourself. But it's when you start digging deeper, going through all those different layers of why you want to do what it is you want to do, especially to build financial freedom, which is what we're here to talk about today. You, I guarantee you, all my clients, when I get to the end freedoms they're trying to look for, it's one of those five freedoms. So that is, you know, what, uh, that is kind of like the North Star. So we have to, us as human beings, we're more motivated by pain than we are the pleasure of trying to step into and seek out that freedom, right? And that's why I love what you're doing here is that you're really trying to encourage women, men too, to, to live that blissful life, which means living in alignment with one of those freedoms. But you have to understand, you know, you, you have to do, you do have to address the day-to-day -day pain and, and get out of that before you can start living blissfully, as you put it. I love it. I love it. I like how you shared the five freedoms. And um, I think it is important when you say it, when you're working with your clients and, you know, you ask them, you know, about the freedoms, you have to kind of dig down deep because everybody, you know, oh, I want to have free time or I want to have, you know, whatever. But it's like when you get to digging deep and get to, well, why do you want that? You know, a lot of times I bet you discover that or that what they discover is what they thought they wanted. And the reason why they thought they wanted it was actually something completely different. And the reason why it's different because it, it's, it's sometimes hidden. We don't always understand it. You know, it's like the bright, shiny stuff you see and you think that's why you want something, but really deep down inside, it's something completely different that is the motivating factor for you to seek out whatever the freedom is you desire. When it comes to um, financial freedom, um, do people just, do they just get fixated on one particular freedom or um, is there multiple freedoms that they kind of like, it's like making a cake, you know, I love butter and my pound cake, but I also like to put a little rum in there and a little vanilla, you know what I mean? Because that makes a, a well-grounded, <laughs> well-grounded <laughs> pound cake. What, what, what do you see or what do you experience when it comes to your clients or people you talk to when it comes to really digging down to the freedoms that they desire? Yeah. So I, I think the number one mistake that people make is that they take their, their desire to escape whatever pain it is at face value. Mm -hmm. And that they, so kind of flipping on, on the head, what you just said, Rochelle, they're just like, Oh, I want to like have all my bills paid off. I want to like have a nicer house or a nicer car. They take that at face value and that they, they don't actually connect it to the deeper why, which is the freedom that they're trying to go after. And the reason why that is so important that you have to dig deeper and connect the why is especially in real estate. Like for me, I work with, you know, um, you know, uh, busy people that are wanting to invest in real estate, build up you know, assets in their portfolio actively, you know, through my company at Ash Wealth or passively um, through my connections with PassiveInvesting.com so they can have financial freedom. But that is one, there's usually other freedoms connected to that. But um, you have to understand a lot of people, when I start working with them, they start building their portfolios 
the way they see everybody else in their network building them. And what do I mean by that? They might go, oh, I want to have like build up my net worth, net worth incredibly fast. So I see people flipping homes and making 10, 15, 30, $40,000 on every flip. But if they just stayed at that surface level and they said, okay, I need to have more money coming in. I need to build up my net worth, but they didn't dig deep to find out that their actual true why they want that is so they can get their time freedom back. They're going to build a flipping portfolio. They're going to build a business that's extremely, extremely time intensive for anybody who's ever flipped in real estate. Hey, you're, you, it's an active business. You got yourself another job. And if what you really want in life is the time back to spend with your kids, the time to travel, the time to connect with yourself, then you're, Uh-oh. you're on the line. We, repeat that, Whitney. We, we had a little bit of technical glitch and you dipped out on us. And, and so can you repeat what you said? What they really want was all the last thing we heard. Yeah, what they really want is if they really want is time back with their kids, time mm. to travel, time to connect with themselves. But they've built yet another active business like flipping on top of their W-2 job that has them, you know, working 48, 50, 60 hours a week and traveling, like now they're disconnected, right? They're disconnected from their why. And what do people usually do at that point in time? They go, they throw their hands up in the air and they're like, this doesn't work, right? Whereas we can, if we can connect what it is that they're truly wanting, okay? So they have this pain they're running from, but there's the underlying desire that they're running towards. And then we can get rid of all those shiny objects out there, right? We now have a filter system. So we know what financial investments will work for them. We know what specifically I focus on real estate. I now know for that particular investor, um, you don't need it. Don't go flipping houses. You don't need to be looking at houses on the weekend. We're going to build you the team or we're going to help you to invest with operators that can help you do this passively to build your portfolio. So that is, and but that happens. It doesn't have, it's not just completely isolated to investing or achieving financial freedom, but I think understanding how to connect a pain to a true desire is that if, if somebody figure out how to do that in their life, they're going to shut out all the things that they shouldn't be doing and be launching themselves down that path towards that freedom or whatever it is they're trying to truly achieve so much faster. I like what you're sharing. Um, and I know you you mentioned the passive investing part. I want to dip into that a little bit because I think that's important. So can you share with the viewers and the listeners with regards to passive investing, what exactly does that mean? Yeah. So there's I, I, people when they get into real estate, investors, they get enamored by the income. They're like the IRS considers income generated through buy and hold real estate as passive, meaning it's taxed differently. Okay. You can use, you know, all these depreciation and write-offs to keep that income largely tax-free. Now, the problem is there is passive with the income, but there's also passive with the time. So I, this is where I see investors get really disconnected. They're like, oh, I'm going to go start buying um, single family homes, or I'm going to start flipping. And then all of a sudden they build up a portfolio of 10, 15, 20 properties. And they're like, oh, I have another job. This is like tiring. 
Um, and I already have all this work that I'm doing. I have my family I want to take care of. I'm unaligned for my goals. There is another option to invest in real estate where you are investing in somebody else's business, an experience operator, say like in multifamily or self-storage or car washes. Those are our three main verticals, um, equity verticals. But those are, you know, that operator brings the time, the, the knowledge, the expertise of that investment strategy. They bring the, uh, the whole network, all the brokers, the lenders, uh, you know, everybody that you would need to put together a real estate deal, they can bring together other investor capital to invest these in these higher quality assets that actually are more stable than investing in a single family house or a one to 50 apart unit apartment building if you did it yourself. Um, but more importantly, they bring their time because if you're investing with an experienced operator, Okay, who has the knowledge, the track record, the background experience, all these other things to put in place that now you can tap into the ability to create cash flow and financial freedom through passive investing, investing in, say, like a syndication or in, in somebody else's business. And you get to take advantage of their time that they're putting into this. And guess what? You get back. You get back a return, but you also get back your time to go. Maybe you double down on your job. Maybe that is the higher and best use of your time to, you know, build your own business or, or, or scale your own um, corporation. Or maybe, you know, for me, like it was like being a mom, right? Like I was like, I have more time to be a mom and take care of my family, take care of myself, um, take care of my own investing by investing in somebody else's business. You know, you, you, I, I, um, I love, um, that you just don't invest in residential property, right? I love that you are doing uh, car washes and self-storage companies. Now, I would have never thought that there were opportunities. You know, I'm, I for me, myself, and I'm old school, I'm thinking, a car wash, yeah, go take my car there. You know, Johnny and Johnny's, Johnny's dad has owned this car wash forever. I've been going there for 25 years, thinking it's just a sole entity, right? And it's thinking generally they're family oriented or family operated, something like that. And then you see these other ones that seem to be pretty streamlined, you know, not the ones connected to the gas station, but, you know, they're pretty, they seem to be pretty streamlined. Never in my wildest, mind, and I think I'm pretty smart and savvy, never in my wildest mind had I ever heard about investing in car washes or self-storage. How many people go to self-storage? Is that, you know what, whoever created that ideal was a, a, a genius because, you know, before the day of self-storage, you'd stuff all that stuff in your garage and then you can't park your cars in the garage anymore, right? I mean, I'm how many of us grew up with houses that our garages were packed, right? Because that was our self-storage, right? <laughs> Me too. Um, you know, along with my dad's mechanic tools all around, right? But, you know, self-storage is this huge. You take the stuff that you really should be getting rid of, right? And you put it in a self-storage and now you're paying a monthly, it usually starts out low and then over the years it goes up gradually. But whoever would have thought you can invest in self-storage companies as a way of generating passive income and, you know, setting that up for um, your wealth pot. I, I mean, that that is amazing. Now, you have also, um, you know, talked about flipping. And I know that's a big 
you know, that's in everybody's mind. We see it on HGTV, you know, um, you know, all the various shows that they have um, all, all pretty much are the same. They buy a property, they fix the property up, they flip it. You know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty a uh, synchronous, synchronistic, but what they don't show is the work that goes into that, finding those properties. And you said that you got people that come and they want to be flippers and they get, and then they realize they've taken on another job and they've given up their freedom that they were trying to actually find. If someone is watching us and they're looking into how can I create a passive income vehicle for me where I'm either involved or investing or in a company that is already doing the flipping and I just, I'm just going to get my benefits or um, investing in these self-storage companies or car washes. What are some of the first steps that a person needs to have to be prepared to even look at that type of passive income being generated for them? Yeah, so there's a, a lot to unpack there, actually. There's a few different questions buried in there. And, and so, you know, for somebody who's like, oh, don't flip, like, I, I want to flip, but how do I do that passively? We actually, when we buy our, our multifamily apartments, we go in um, with the strategy to create what we call add value. Um, how can we take that current building um, either increase the income, decrease the expenses on the building, or add additional streams of income, and ideally all three. Well, we can pull those levers, and that's essentially what a flipper does. They're trying to see the potential value, future value of a property. Um, so we essentially are kind of flipping an apartment building, but we're also, that building is stable today, and we can hold it for long term. So we have multiple exit strategies. So I think, you know, for somebody who's just like a flipper um, or very attracted to that, you know, large equity bumps in their investments, you know, don't, don't, don't shuck off like passive investing because you could definitely, um, you know, double your equity in like, you know, three, four, five years easily, um, you know, through uh, a syndicated investment. Now, what are the first steps to get into one? Well, the first step really is understanding your goals. So you need to understand, do you need cash flow? Do you need equity? Do you need tax benefits? Do you need diversification? Um, and, and, you know, sometimes this is a journey, right? It's not perfect. You might, you know, it, it takes a while for people to kind of uncover this. But the more the the clearer you can get on your actual goals, that is going to, again, help narrow down those people, those operators you should be seeking out. Um, so understanding your goals, understanding your risk tolerance. So many times I talk to passive investors and they're like, I want to triple my equity in like three years, but I want to have zero risk to it. And I'm like, that doesn't line up. <laughs> I would love that too. If you find it, let me know, right? Um, so we have to, you know, help people understand the risk tolerance. Um, you know, are, are you, you know, somebody who's younger, who has a bit of time to, um, you know, wait out a longer investment timeline or take on some larger risk in that particular investment? Uh, in, in order to potentially get a higher payoff? Um, or are you nearing retirement? You just need stabilized cash flow and to not lose capital. Um, either way, and this is why I really love real estate because um, you know, real estate, uh, especially like buy and hold real estate, you can essentially get 
pretty decent cash flow, as well as nice equity bumps and great tax benefits all rolled up together. It's a pretty, you know, the highs aren't super high, but the lows aren't super low, right? Like we're just kind of riding in the middle, right? And so, um, and really it's that kind of continual riding the middle going up into the right, which I know I'm more really backwards on the video. <laughs> Or portfolio climbing up into the right, that is what we're seeking. Okay. Um, it's not the swinging for the fences. So, how do people get rich over time? They consistently and persistently build cash flow, build equity, lower the tax, taxes that they pay so they can create velocity with their money and they don't lose. So, they're not like swinging it. the fences. I love that. That that was an amazing amount of information. Building cash flow, building equity. You know, you you not losing um, what anything on your investment and growing. Um, I want to I want to tap into this because I know there's some people that you know are in the retirement age or getting close to that or whatever, and um, they have equity. They may own two properties. I'm going to keep it simple. They may own their main house that they reside in and then another property. Um, for those that are, I want to say, in their 50s or you know later, um, with regards to having that second property, what is a great strategy for them as they move forward with regards to totally maximizing that additional asset that they have to build even more passive income as they go into, as they say, cruising down the highway, highway one in California, looking at the beach on the left or the right and just having a really good time. What would you say to those people? Well, or to it, those of us listening that might be approaching that age or in that age range. Yeah. It's so um, diversification really can help, um, you know, smooth the ride in any portfolio. So if you just have a, uh, you know, one or two assets in your portfolio, you know what happens? This is the question I always ask investors all the time. I'm like, uh, and one of the reasons why I moved away, um, you know, from single family real estate as a core part of my portfolio. I still have it, but I hold it for a different reason now. Um, but you're either 100% occupied or you're paying bills. So if that second property is a rental, you're, it's not 100% occupied or vacant. No, you're either getting the bills paid or you're paying all the bills on the property. And so how can you smooth that ride for yourself? Um, the other thing is with, you know, second homes or just a, a rental property, especially in today's market, we've seen asset price run-ups in the past 18 months that have just been historically um, not characteristic. My guess is, is that the equity in that property would probably be underperforming, meaning even if you had that property rented out. Let's just pretend that property was here in my home state of Colorado. Your cash on cash, even if it was rented out, is probably less than 4%, mm -hmm. even if you have a loan on the property. And so you have this lending risk on the property. You're making less than 4%. How Now, you might be making large chunks of equity, but you can't cash flow equity. The only way you can cash flow equity is when you lock it in at a trade or a sale and then um, step up like your, the, your, your cash on cash return on that particular equity. So then how could you then reposition that property if, if your goals are cash flow 
um, in order to kind of like, you know, ride the ride, right? Like you said, um, you know, how can you lock in that equity growth either through a sale or like an exchange, a 1031 exchange or something like that, and then get it performing better for you? How can you bump up that cash flow to like 7%, 8%? Now, if you're, have, if you're cash flowing a single family home at 4%, I guarantee it's not 4%. Are you setting aside your CapEx reserves, your capital expenditure reserves? Like, are you prepared to pay for the roof, the water heater, you know, the furnace or whatever that is? Um, you know, are you setting aside and calculating in your maintenance? Are you setting aside your vacancy expenses? Because I guarantee it's going to be vacant at some point in time. That's where we're transitioning into passive real estate can be very powerful because that operator is building in all those reserves. They're the professional running the business. They're not doing this part-time on the side. They're doing this full-time to build wealth for their investors. I mean, and quite honestly, for themselves, it's a win-win synergy. Right. You mentioned something. Oh, we're getting close. Got a few minutes. But you mentioned something that I think um, we all watch and listening to you and I have this beautiful conversation about wealth built, passively building our wealth pillar. 1031 exchanges. Can you just share what that is for people that may not even know what that is in the benefits, the benefits of that 1031 exchange? Yeah. So the 1031 exchange, um, you know, came is, is a product. Um, I think it was like originally in 1921, the IRS said, hey, you can sell a business, you know, because the government doesn't want to solve business problems. They don't want to solve real estate or housing problems. So they said, OK, Mr. Investor, you're willing to do this. You're willing to open up businesses. You're willing to buy real estate and solve housing problems in exchange for that. As long as you keep your capital invested, either in your business or your real estate, we can we can continue to be buddies here and we'll continue to allow you to kick your tax can down the road until such time you decide I'm no longer going to invest in my business or real estate. Now, there, 1921, you could go back and forth between either. You could exchange a business for a piece of real estate, real estate for a business. And then the, also the IRS was like, whoa, 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 time out that's not good. We want to keep business and business and real estate and real estate. So they changed that. And then they put in the 1031 like kind exchange in 1924. Mm -hmm. And so essentially, and there's a couple of different ways to look at this, but if you buy a piece of real estate to produce income, like a buy and hold rental, you can then, uh, and you say you hold it, you know, for at least at one year, but let's say you held it for five years, you know, your loan significantly paid down on it, the property is appreciated. Instead of selling it and taking the gain and then paying taxes on that gain, um, and then also paying depreciation recapture, which is a whole other bug, you know, maybe we can get into that. The IRS says, okay, okay, Mr. Investor, as long as you go buy a property or multiple properties of equal, equal or greater value, you can keep you don't have to pay any taxes on that gain, nor do you have to pay us any depreciation recapture as long as you keep that money invested. And so that's really the beautiful partnership here between um, real estate investors and the IRS. And the cool thing is, as a passive investor, you still get to tap into that 1031 exchange because the operator can help navigate that for you when they sell a multifamily building or a self-storage building. Oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing that because I know some people are like, what is it? She mentioned that 1031 exchange. One more question I want to ask you with regards to 1031 exchange. 
I know there's an age where um, it becomes even more advantageous and I'm not sure what that age is. I'm going to say it's probably, you know, people getting that are in that quote unquote golden year such which you know 60 is the new 30 right but um where it becomes even more advantageous to have that 1031 exchange can you just highlight or share a little bit of a nugget of goal about that per that age range and for those of us that might be in that age range how we can actually utilize that to our actual benefit to build more passive income and wealth for us for that wealth pillar yeah. So, um, you know, I'm unaware of a specific age range, but let's pretend that you've had a, you bought a property in your twenties in, in, uh, income producing property. You continue to exchange it throughout the years. By the time you get into your sixties, you're going to have what we call a really low basis on that property. So if you decided to exit after multiple exchanges or even one exchange and you decided to exit, that's going to be a pretty hefty tax bill, but you have a family now. Um, and you want to be able to not only cash flow more for yourself, but also lock in that tax game, pass on those assets to your heirs and not pass on the tax bill. So how do you do that? Well, you can exchange into, you know, again, more property. If you are the type of person that has the time and knowledge to manage it yourself, or you can actually trade into a passive syndication. Um, we work with passive investors that will we can um, help them set up a legal structure that will allow them to 1031 into a passive syndication. And that works for our hotel or excuse me, our uh, multifamily buildings and our self-storage buildings. You know, people reach out to me individually and see if this is a good fit. But the cool thing about that is that now you've taken your equity, you've moved it into a better asset that's getting better cash flow, still growing. You're still getting tax benefits from it, but it's, this is the, I, I'm writing a book with bigger pockets on multi-generational wealth, but we have to talk about the dying part. When you die, as long as you die with the assets in place under your name or your entity names, you haven't given them to your kids. The, um, you know, the, the IRS, uh, you know, I think it's below $10 million in assets will allow you to lock in that step up in basis and give those assets, they transfer to your kids tax-free. Oh, wow. So that, and, and essentially you're locking in the step up in basis, okay? So, um, and then, so like if I died and say like I had a house that was worth like $3 million, you know, but my basis in it is zero, it's paid off. Let's just pretend. Mm -hmm. um, I sold that and then I would be paying the, all of the gains are the capital gains on $3 million and plus the depreciation and capture, which is probably run out by this time. That's a lot of money. I mean, I'm paying 40% on $3 million. Wow. My daughter didn't get that. But if I die with the house in place, now the step up at the house now steps up to a $3 million value. It goes to my daughter. She has a new basis. Her baseline is that $3 million value. She can do whatever she wants. She could then take the house and sell it for $3 million. And guess what? Get out $3. Man, wow, 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 wow. And that, my friends, 
we'll end our show with Whitney and our conversation. It's Whitney. I mean, you shared so many nuggets of gold information I didn't know about. And I'm sure the viewers and listeners that will see this and hear this, they didn't know about and um, opened up a whole world of opportunity for us to explore passive investing as we build our wealth pillar. So anybody listening or watching us, how can they get more in contact with you? Absolutely. Yeah. You can reach out to me at passiveinvestingwithwhitney.com. There I have a short little form that you can fill out and you also get access to my calendar and we can talk all things passive real estate. Now, if you are in um, a private investor, you know, somebody who's just like getting into single family homes and, you know, trying to start your portfolio, you can reach out to me at ashwealth.com. Thank you. And this and Whitney's information, you all will be in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about anything if you didn't catch that. Um, but passive investing with Whitney.com, right? And then um, what was the other one again, Whitney? Oh, Ash Wealth, A S H Wealth.com. Yeah, Ash Wealth, not Ass Wealth. <laughs> no, no, it's not hers initials. <laughs> wealth.com just because yeah. you know people are like did they say ash or ass you know no ash like ash from, ash tree you know, like, yeah ash tree or ash in the fireplace or cigarette ash or whatever um of course i had to put that in there it's getting released in my show and i could do whatever i want to do but um thank you whitney so much it's been very very informative and um just filled with a wealth of information. So if you are interested, want to know more, please reach out to Whitney. Um, again, the information will be in the show notes. And you guys, if you love the show, you love the information that's coming across the nuggets of gold that the guests are sharing, then please, please, please subscribe to the show and share this show with everyone you know, you love and care about, because um, the more information we can get to help us create solid foundations when it comes, particularly our wealth pillar, the better it is not only for us moving forward as we age, but also for our future generations that we're trying to set up so they don't have to work and struggle as hard as some of us have had to do. Um, I think that's important. The rich people do this. The mo The very, very wealthy people do this and they have been doing it a long time and that's why they're able to keep the wealth in their family and continually grow that wealth exponentially it's out there now for us regular folks like you and i so um please 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 share this show reach out to whitney and um you know, again, let us know your thoughts about the shows. We appreciate any comments or anything that we get when it comes to the guests on the show. Now, as uh, we close out, I'm thanking Whitney because she's fabulous. And I'm thanking all of you for watching, listening, um, and sharing the show, our live viewers that we have today, and our thumbs up. We got some thumbs up. I love that because that means we're on we're on point. I must have been that pound cake analogy that I gave. So now people are going to visualize they're, they're investing in properties like a big pound cake, you know, whatever floats your boat, because I love pound cake. Well, I love desserts, but pound cakes are really good. Um, and I want to thank all of you. As you know, I always like to close out the show and thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com. Again, check them out please. If you're interested and want to know more about what they're doing, you have to go to the site to check them out. I guarantee you there's something for your wellness, there's something for your wisdom, and there's definitely stuff for your wealth. Those pillars are very important and give you the solid foundation to be able to have the freedom to choose what you want to do when it comes to investing 
your money and um, doing things in your life that you love that bring you joy, peace, happiness, and all those yummy, yummy emotional things. Also, check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. And until next time, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, is wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. May you go forth in this beautiful, beautiful day and uh, think wealth. And when you think wealth, think about how you can build passive income and really build and accelerate your wealth pillar. Until next time, everybody, goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.